0: Good morning, this is a good day, this is really a good day and good times, and I bless that because I, I, I feel like the Lord is really moving, and He's making Himself real, it is a time of apocalypses. <laughs> A time of revelation. And I, I, I've been in this journey the last 15 weeks of classes. And today, actually, it's the last day of my first two classes of my program. And, you know, like uh, the example I was using before about the engineers going through a process to unlearn what they had learned before, so that they could have a new way of thinking and learn new things. And I think that every time that we're walking with God, a lot of times God has to work with us to let go of yesterday so you can be ready for the new thing that God is gonna do. Behold, I will do something new. Will you be aware? You know, and and to me, uh, I bless us with uh, a perfect leading of the Holy Spirit so that we are not stuck in what God did yesterday. God is always taking us somewhere. You know, and I always like the example of, you know, that in the wilderness when, you know, the people murmured against Moses. You know, God sent snakes, snake serpent, you know, and then to bring healing to the, you know, the poison, Moses made a serpent of bronze, and he lifted up, so they would look to the serpent, and they, they would be healed of the poison. Years later, they were worshiping that bronze snake. So they were worshiping something that God did in the past and that was never supposed to be idle. Yeah. So even the things that got used in the past, they can become like a conditioning for me from moving forward. And not only that, become a sin of worshiping something that got used yesterday. So to me, this I, I feel like... We are all in the process of moving forward and making progress and learning new things. Learning new things. I bless that for us to be always learning because just like the universe is expanding, God is doing something fresh and huge today. And the, the main thing that He's doing right now is bringing his kingdom. What is his kingdom? It's your relationship with him. We just sang this song, Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. And it says, His word shall not fail you. He promised. Yes. Believe him and all will be well. The problem is when we put our trust in something besides his word. Right after the fall in Genesis, Genesis, The people went, okay, let's build our way back to God. Let's build a name for ourselves. Let's build a tower and reach to God by our own efforts. That was the beginning of Babel, beginning of Babylon, beginning of human efforts to accomplish something that we will never be able to accomplish. And not only that, every time we try, God comes and creates division. He destroys it. He he will never allow us to reach back to Him in a relationship to Him in the kingdom of God which is our personal relationship with God by our own efforts. It will always have to be on us learning to walk through the door. And this is why this season is so important right now. Because we are celebrating, you know, the coming of the Messiah. And that was the way that God chose the only way for us to have a relationship with him again. It's never going to be by what we can do. It will only be by what God already did. And there's nothing left for him to do. All we have to do is recognize that, humble ourselves and say, okay, I surrender. (laughs) Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Turn your eyes upon his word only. John 3, 3 says, Jesus answered to him and said, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So what does it mean? You're born again means you're born of the Spirit. Once you receive the Spirit, you're born again. Now you have access. You have a relationship with God. And thank God we're all here because we have received this Spirit. We were born again by this Spirit, and we have access to God. This is just enough for us to wor- worship him through eternity. Jesus said, John fourteen six, to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. I bless this for us because we know that. Mentally, we know that. But there is some kind of, at least in my mind, my conditioning, That I I still have to do something. Yeah, you have to. You have to believe. And even the faith to believe comes from him. So in one sense, all you need to do is receive. Receive his love. Not because you deserve it but because he chose to love you even before you did anything to deserve anything. Romans 8, 29, for those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to become conformed to the image of his son so that he would be the firstborn among many brethren. I bless this for us. Like I said, you know, I've been in this journey and, and remember the example I use of the building that looked ready and finished. But when you walked inside, you saw that there were a lot of things that were missing. It was not completely finished. And I'm just completely in shock of how I am that building. (laughs) That I thought I knew everything, that everything was, you know, complete. And I'm coming to realize how much I'm still lacking of this simple revelation of who the Father is and of His love and everything that He has already done for us. And I'm going to read a couple of things here this morning from two books. And, but I want to emphasize this. He's a firstborn among many brethren. And we have been included, we have been adopted, and what God is looking for you is for you to be exactly conformed to the image of Christ. To have the same relationship, to have the same access, to have the same sense that Jesus Christ had when he was baptized in the Jordan River. That the father came, he was baptized, the Holy Spirit came upon him. You're born again by the Spirit. And then he heard the voice of the father saying, this is my beloved son. What can you do to have that happen to you? Nothing. It has already been done. Hebrews 2.11 says, for both he who sanctifies and those who are sanctified are all from one Father. Just believe that. Just for both he who sanctifies Jesus Christ and those who are sanctified are all from one Father. For which reason He's not ashamed to call them brethren. If Jesus Christ right now is at the right hand of the Father interceding for us, interceding for you and me and he's not ashamed to call you his brother or his sister that should have an impact in our lives. (laughs) That should change this week the way that we Live and we think about ourselves. That, sh- that has to have an impact. It doesn't matter if you have a good week or not. <laughs> what matters is that you have a father that loves you. That doesn't mean that God is Santa Claus and he's only going to give you gifts. Or He's not going give, to give if you don't behave. That is beyond the point. The point is that you are accepted. And you have been included. And now you are in this process of being conformed. What is, does it mean? Hebrews four eleven 11-16 talks about raising up, being equipped, maturing, growing up. And I bless that for us. Okay, this is a book called The Great Dance by uh, Baxter Kruger. And it says, faith is not something that we do that moves us from the unforgiven column to the forgiven column. Does this make sense? Faith is not something that you do to be forgiven. That was done in Jesus. Faith is not something we do that gets us reconciled, justified, included, adopted, redeemed, saved. Jesus Christ has already done all of that. Let that sink. You don't do good things, you don't love your neighbor to deserve to move from the unforgiven to the forgiven. You do all of that because his nature is starting to take over you. You're allowing that spirit to take over. You're allowing that new nature to change the way you think about yourself, change the way you think about your brothers and sisters, and you're not going to be ashamed of calling them brethren also. But you just, as Jesus Christ came to wash the disciples' feet, You're going to be there to do the same thing because the same nature is growing in you. Faith is not something we do that gets us reconciled, justified, included, adopted, redeemed, saved. Jesus Christ has already done all of that. The fundamental character of Christian faith is that of discovery. Faith, as Luther said somewhere, it's like the eye. It does not create what it sees. It sees what's there. So faith in one sense is you starting to grow from blindness to acquiring more vision and realizing like a revelation of what's already there. What has already been done. This is from another book called The Mediation of Christ. And this is like something that really blessed me, because this is almost like the the core of the impasses that you read in the epistles of the New Testament. Okay, it's like the conflict of faith and words. And you read that in Galatians, you read that in Ephesians. You know, like, no, you have to do this. You have to do this. You have to do this. You have to be circumcised. You have to. And then, again, it's always our tendency to think that we will have to do something to get it done when it's already done. And we do not have to be perfect to participate in the sacrifice and the provision of Jesus for us. Okay? So listen to this. This is the mediation of Christ by Thomas Torrance. In other words, our new birth, our regeneration, our conversion, are what has taken place in Jesus Christ himself. It has taken place. So that when we speak of our conversion or our regeneration, we are referring to our sharing in the conversion or regeneration of our humanity brought about by Jesus in and through himself for our sake. Stop trying to build another Tower of Babel enter his rest. Hebrews talks about somebody will have to enter his rest because he has done everything. So when we come and we worship, we're not worshiping to attain something. We are worshiping because we are right at the right side of our older brother. And he already opened the door for us. And he was able to provide a perfect sacrifice and he is a perfect worshiper of the Father. He's a perfect son, the perfect high priest, the perfect lamb. And even though we are not any of that, we can, in our relationship with Him, be included in His worship of the Father. When we come and take communion, we're not coming here like, oh my God, I hope I can make it. No, I'm just reminding myself. He is already the perfect sacrifice. So I'm only relying on him, not on what I can do. In short, Jesus Christ is his own self-oblation to the Father. In his own self-oblation to the Father is our worship and prayer in a personalized form. So that it is only through him... And with him and in him, that we may draw near to God with the hands of our faith filled with no other offering but that which he has made on our behalf and in our place once and for all. God will never accept another offering. Forget it. Only He could provide the perfect offering. So only when you go through Him saying, Thank you, Jesus, for being the perfect offering, for offering the perfect worship, for offering the perfect prayer, then we can be included in you. So that no one may boast. So that only God gets the glory. I I hope this is blessing, you guys. This is like, it's changing my mind, changing my life. So So that it is only through him and with him and in him that we may draw near to God with the hands of our faith, filled with no other offering, but that which he has made on our behalf and in our place once and for all. And one more, or two. We do not come before God then worshiping him and praying to him in our own name, in our or in our own significance, but in the name and significance of Jesus Christ alone. For worship and prayer are not ways in which we express ourselves, but ways in which we hold up before the Father his beloved son. Take refuge in his atoning sacrifice and make that our only plea. Are you guys unlearning some stuff and learning new stuff here? I hope so. Because to me, I want I wanna, to, the, the, the cry of the apostle in Galatians is, it, it was for freedom's sake, like Christ set you free. Do not go back to another Bondage. Do not think that you can do anything better than what Christ already did. <laughs> because he did everything. One more from the mediation of Christ. Through his incarnational and atoning union, Jesus Christ has united himself with us in such a reconciling and sanctifying way that he interpenetrates and gathers up all of our faltering unclean worship and prayer into himself assimilates them to his one self oblation to god so that when he presents himself as the worship and prayer of all creation our worship and prayer are presented there also. This is huge. And it should bring such a a rest, such a freedom. Not because you're not going to do anything. No, you're going to keep doing. You're going to keep learning. And you're going to (laughs) change. And we're going to change, not because we are going to change to deserve, but we're going to change because his life is going to take over our life. His ways of thinking are going to take over our ways of thinking. His ways of watching the brethren are going to become our ways of watching and relating to the brethren. Thank you, Father, for sending your son and opening the door for us to have access to you. He is the mediator. He is the one that opens his door for us to have a relationship with the Creator. And even when a little toddler doesn't know the right words, doesn't do the right things, they are just as a son or a daughter, (laughs) as the firstborn son. And they are just as part of the family as the older brother. And they're just in the process of growing and learning and maturing to become just like the older brother. I'm glad that you have an impact. Number one, in the way you see yourself. Do not be ashamed of who you are. Because he's not ashamed of who you are. And then, Let's learn to relate to one another as he relates to each one of us. Amen? Amen. We bless this week. We bless the celebration of Christmas. It it is a lot of times a hard time for people. You know, and we, I was thinking about that last week during Hanukkah. In a time of such darkness and difficult times. It's so good to have the light. Of the Lord in our lives. Have the light of the word. In our lives. Leading us each step of the way. So we say Lord. Make our light shine brighter. So that everyone. Will come out of darkness. And find you. Not through their own efforts. Not through another. Set of rules and regulations. (laughs) You know. Another empty. Empty cracked cistern that we come up with. No, let us all learn to relate to the springs of living water that it's you. And you gave us the opportunity to receive that and drink from that so that we also become like springs of living water out of our bellies to those around us. Amen? Amen. We bless it.